Well, that was an unexpected live. I uh, guess we are we are live right now. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, anyways, welcome to the DJ and Dads podcast. Uh, sorry about the slight uh, visual quality today. As always, I am joined by the best co-host ever, also DJ and Dad, Kyle Wilson. What is up today, Kyle? How's it going, man? Yo, what's going on, man? How are you? Well, well, I mean, I guess I could probably turn the music off and instead of trying to talk over it. Yeah, so today we are doing a dual broadcast. Uh, that's why there might be some like different, like audio or different, like we weren't fully expecting it to go live yet, but we're also live on Twitter Spaces. So I'm still waiting for Kyle to join that. Uh, for those that are on Twitter, they're actually able to like listen and tune in. But, anyways, with all that being said, Kyle, something big happened yesterday. Uh, there's actually been a lot of things going on this week, but I want to get, I- I'll actually get to the title in a minute. Just an icebreaker question. How's this how's overall this this week been for you, man, in the crypto and NFT space? Uh it's just been it's an interesting one. You know, meme coins kind of been dumping. Um, Elon yeah. tweeted about Miladies. Um, just an interesting dynamic this week. Um, something you typically don't see um all the time. So um, but at the same time, like I've been through this stuff before with like Doge and some other meme coins, so not too surprising. Not too surprising. Yo, we got a lot of GMs on in the comments. Also, your mic is muted on Twitter if you want to unmute that. Uh, so we got Duncan that came in before we even started. This should be good. We got SoCal a second and a GM. Ace rig move. Hi, Chris and Kyle. Big money. Good morning, fellas. Big money, Fuentes. And Duncan said good afternoon. So yeah, I am kind of blurry right now. I'm going to work on fixing that. I'm really not sure the issue. I apologize about that. I hope that the audio is still go- still going through well uh, on the twitter space side and on the youtube side so at least you can listen to this and as of like two weeks ago we can actually up uh, these will actually be podcasts on dj and dad's podcast that you can listen to through youtube music so if you're not if the audio quality is not there or if you're on the go you can actually just listen to it through that we also have iron man lg and alex m are we seeing a turnaround in the market soon we're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, I kind of want to get straight to the title of this show, Elon Pumping NFTs. So Kyle kind of gave a little spoiler alert in there uh, during how his week has been. But Elon actually tweeted about an NFT project yesterday. Now, did he say the word NFT? No. Did he know what he was talking about? Like, did he know that there's an NFT project behind it? I'm going to go with probably, and I have some evidence to support that that I'm going to show on live stream. And uh, yeah, Kyle, do, have you been following this whole Elon tweets about Miladies? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, hang on, just hang on, just a second. I'm getting a little feedback. Let me see if I can turn that off. You're good, man. I can still. I'll, I'll actually pull it up in the background so uh, we can have a visual for it as well. Check, 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 check. Yo, yo, feedback. Yeah, I'm getting a, yeah, little, getting feedback a little feedback. <laughs> oh no, where's it coming from? I don't know. I don't know. Is, is hmm. maybe mute, maybe just mute the uh, Twitter space right now. I hear it now too. All right, I'm gonna pull that down just for a second until Kyle gets that gets that figured out. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the Elon thing. I'm sorry, right. guys, who are right. watching. Yeah, I think you have the Twitter space pulled up on your roadcaster. But anyways, I saw yeah him tweet like literally the the minute or the second he tweeted, and I was like, oh, like this is gonna full send Miladies to the moon, and of course people were like buying them up. I was watching the activity on OpenSea, and then I was watching the activity on Dex Tools because I knew those were gonna pump too, and like one of them went from like seven seven thousand to like nine thousand dollar 
per token in like less than five minutes. It was actually pretty insane. I found out that I accidentally opened our podcast through one of the other tabs, and that's why we were getting the feedback. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, that was super, super annoying. Thank you for bearing, bearing with me on that. Um, so, yeah, I was going to pull up Elon's tweet about it. Essentially, he, he tweeted out this Milady meme. Dude, it, went, it pumped, and we're going to look at this in a second, from like 4, now it's like 3.5 Ethereum all the way up to 8 Ethereum. It, it literally 2x, but not just like uh, from $10 to $20. We're talking from like less than 4 Ethereum to 8 Ethereum. Like that's nuts. All from a tweet, man. Yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, you're muted on Twitter. Sorry, Twitter. We're, we, we're back, baby. I, I thought Twitter might have been the issue, so I muted it. But uh, we were just talking about Elon uh, tweeting the Milady meme uh, that I will pull up right now on uh, YouTube and completely sending it from 3.5 ETH to over 8 Ethereum, which was, which is which is pretty nuts. So this is really all, all he did, Kyle, was he, he put out this meme right here and, um, and fully sent it. What's yeah, your thoughts? Really on What's that? I, I'm still getting a little feedback. Uh, I'm not sure why, man. I'm I'm, I'm not anymore. I, I fixed it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what's going on. Uh, the blockchain comic says mute, so I'm not sure. Here, let me mute my Twitter. Yeah, that probably maybe maybe you're getting fed through through my mic on that as well. Yeah, maybe, can you mute? Is there some way you can just mute that? Mute the Twitter? Well, like, I already have it unmuted. Uh, I'm not sure, man. I, I don't know what the feedback would be coming from. I'm not sure I'm not either. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I keep getting a feedback loop. Um, anyways. Uh, block, well, Blockchain said it was good on his end. Yeah, because you're feeding my audio through StreamYard to Twitter, even though oh, I'm like got you. That, already that's unmuted. What's happening. Then just leave yours mute. They'll they'll know when you're talking. Wait, what? Just leave yours muted then, and they'll know when you're talking. If if your audio is already going through mine, anyways. Well, then it looks. I don't know. It just confuses. I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah. Uh, we'll let it, we'll let it rip we'll, this time. All right, we'll let it rip, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they'll be able to figure out who's talking on Twitter. Yeah, um, I would wait a weekend short these NFTs, says Iron Man LG. Yeah, I think they already dumped. Like, I think, like, some guy, well, at least I saw a tweet. I haven't checked the price action today. I, Chris, you might have checked it today, but I saw somebody bought one for, like, five, like seven ETH, and then they, floored, they like, dumped it for, like, five ETH. So it was, like, a two ETH loss on the Yeah, that yeah, I saw that. That was like during like the the big hype of it. So these are actually already back down to four point seven. Yeah, which they're at like which that's still up one ETH since before Elon's tweet, which is pretty crazy. Uh, that's, that, that's on that's on OpenSea, anyways. I was seeing on Ninja Alerts. Um, that is the company, the blockchain company that, or not the blockchain, but the Web three company that I work for. Um, people are still buying uh, some like bigger wallets. So if you're looking on the screen right now, uh, we have ABCXYZ, which is number. Well, actually, he's just a, just a, considered a whale. Uh, bought a couple. We have the number 475 trader by Realized Profits bought one. And then we had number 188 profit. Uh, number ranked 188 by another one. So like people are still buying this. I'm I'm not really sure why. 
I will say, I don't know if you said it earlier, but as far as miladies are concerned, uh, they've really had the edge on a lot of these meme coins. So like we're obviously in meme coin season and they've, they're basically calling these like insane calls like in the discord, which is probably because there's some devs involved and they're probably getting some type of, I don't want to say insider knowledge, but some type of edge on the meme coins. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's what I've been kind of saying. And, you know, nobody wants to listen because they're trying to protect their bags. But uh, it is what it is. You know, people know that there there's a risk out there. It's just meme coins. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, be careful out there, fam. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. We have a lot of other topics to talk about. Uh, the Elon one was big. And I, I guess one more thing I want to say before concluding it is it's kind of crazy to me that any given day, like a major celebrity could tweet about something you're holding and change your life, essentially. Now, like, I mean, granted, what, 4 ETH to 8 ETH is like, I don't know what ETH's at right now. Let's round up to 2000. I think it dropped down today. But like, it's not like life changing for everybody. But I mean, it's still, I mean, you, you never know, especially if you have like a lot of said said item that the celebrity tweets about. Like, it's just crazy how much power is in their hands and like also the opportunity of like if these bigger names ever talk about stuff. Yeah, totally. It's like, um, yeah, yeah, I just it's the creator economy, right? Obviously, like Elon has a ma massive following, so it just it, it just kind of makes sense. I mean, he's always alluding to like crypto stuff, like you know, changing the app to Doge. So for Elon, yeah, it's not yeah. too, it's not too surprising because obviously Elon and his history, but uh, you know, other influencers in the crypto space that are literally just pumping like these you know tokens, these meme tokens that they know uh, are going to go to zero, but they just keep tweeting about them. Um, but people like people are like eating it up, you know, so that's that's kind of a, a scary thing is like people are just eating that stuff up. They realize like obviously it's a degen play, but at the same time, it's like you're also they, then people get dragged into like promoting it themselves. Like uh, Zach XBT was like tweeting about like people getting paid in tokens and then dumping on their followers, like while actually like telling them that the token was fine. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of nonsense and craziness that people just don't understand. Um, and some of these people just never get caught. Like that's the kind of the situation in crypto is like some of these people that are like really intelligent, they'll just never get caught. So uh, I don't know. It's just like one of those things. It's like you have to do your own due diligence and figure it out for yourself, I guess. Well, that influencer specifically was like pretty docs, wasn't he? I don't remember who it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I didn't read that far into it. Uh, he had like he had like over a hundred thousand uh, followers. At him and then like, well, he's he specifically got like two percent of the allocation and didn't disclose it like during his like shill tweets or whatever. So like that's pretty insane. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't shill <laughs> stuff. Like literally, that is like definition of like um you know against. I don't know where he's from, but like there's laws in the United States against like stuff like that. You have to disclose if you're a team member or you got paid in tokens like to promote them. So, and that's exactly what he did. And you can't do that in the United States. You'll get definitely sued. Um, Kim Kardashian was an example. Um, so there's a lot of that like shady stuff going on behind the scenes and it, you know, there's an inner circle for sure. Um, even if you look at the Pepe coin, like that, that's not even the OG Pepe coin from 2016. That's just a, a knockoff it's a ripoff um of the og uh pepe from 2016 um and the og team 
launch or they said like several months ago that they're going to like resurrect the project. And then apparently like the new Pepe coin, like tried to front, like obviously front ran the whole hype yeah. situation. So I don't know. It's like one of those things where people don't really care um, unless you learn about the history, but like, I don't know. It just, it, it's just, it's not a good look for the crypto industry. Um, in my opinion. Um, I mean, the meme culture that's always going to be there that's always good um because it's fun it's healthy in some ways but at the same time there's there's like pros and cons to it all right um yeah sure yeah and a lot of it's just based around hype man i mean like you look at twitter and like everyone's talking about pepe so like that's where this pepe specifically on eth so that's where the attention is at uh did you see the whole controversy between pepe and coinbase uh i don't know if you saw last night as around the time that we had our like casual space but there was trending cancel uh coinbase uh did you see did you see all that yeah i saw it too and you know this isn't too surprising this is um you know bitrex back in the day for the og pepe coin they actually were the first ones to tell them to change their ticker as well or to change like they wouldn't like list unless like the og token like made changes so to see coinbase do this is like not too surprising this isn't the first time this has happened to like a pepe based token um so and coinbase like again um i don't know they're they're suing the sec essentially so i don't think they're going to get in bed with um you know any you know controversial type of tokens right at this moment now i do think they shouldn't have you know, I think that email was obviously like if you look at the history of the Pepe, it's created by Matt Fury, an artist. Hey, real, from real like quick, Kyle, real quick. I'm gonna interrupt you. 2013. Can you go ahead and unmute your mic and I'm gonna mute mine while you speak? That way Twitter can hear you. Because Twitter can't hear you through my mic. All right. So All right. I'm getting a feedback loop again. Dang, it must be it has to be through the streaming thing then. It, it yeah. Can't yeah. I even muted the uh, Twitter and I wasn't getting it. Sorry about that, Twitter Spaces. Uh, you, I guess you're just not going to hear hear Kyle. <laughs> I don't. I, I wouldn't know how to how to fix that. At least while we're on, while we're live. Here, maybe here, you're, you're not muted you're on Twitter. Twitter. Well, yeah, I unmuted it, but here, I'm, I'm muted now. All right, check, All right. check, check, check. Oh yeah, yeah. She, the, my audio is still somehow like streaming through Streamyards or something. Dang. Can you yeah, fight through yeah. it? Because. Uh, <laughs> Hear it. I'll, I'll try it let me take my headphone out i mean they'll hear a fe feedback loop in general on the stream but um what were you talking about what was the question the elon or the coinbase deal yeah coinbase and pepe uh just the controversy between the two and why like coinbase wouldn't dabble in pepe oh yeah, yeah. So to like re like recap that is like not too surprising coinbase I don't think they needed to send out an email, but they're also, I feel like they're covering their bases because they're going at war with the SEC and they don't want the SEC to be like, oh, I told you so, promoting a scam. Like, look at you guys. So I think there's like behind the scenes stuff going on. But again, like I was saying, this wouldn't be the first time um, an OG, like the OG Pepe coin had to deal with Bittrex like way back in 2016 around the same, the, the, the act, this actual issue of like being deemed like, a political token when it wasn't because obviously like if you watch the documentary matt fury created the pepe and then the og team listed under a different ticker symbol because bitrix wouldn't list them so again this wouldn't be the first time an exchange tried to like do something like that to uh, a pepe based you know ticker symbol so um not too surprising yeah it, my problem with it was they kind of like 
took it a step further and sent out an email talking about how like Pepe had links to like alt right, and it's like we we talked about this a little last night, but like Matt Fury, that's not why he like Pepe was just art, and then people took the art and did many different things with it. That being one of them, like uh, I think it was specifically like on 4chan, um, and specifically with like certain circles, but. There's other places in the world who did other things with it because that's what people do with things. They they take them and they make them either good or bad. So for them just to take that like one uh one use of Pepe that wasn't even why it was intended for that and kind of use that in an email, like I mean, I guess that just struck a nerve with a lot of people. And I don't really blame them because you're kind of just telling one side of the story and trying to trigger emotions when saying that. They should have just said something along the lines that you said is look, you know, we're for regulatory issues. We are not going to list some uh, Pepe on like a tier one exchange um, because of X, Y, and Z. They shouldn't have said like, oh, we're not going to list Pepe because it represents all right. Right. Well, I think Coinbase shouldn't have just sent an email anyways. Like they don't do this for like 90% of their tokens. They're not like, oh, we're going to list or not list. Like I just don't understand why in this certain case they needed to come out and like do an email. So maybe there's some like internal employee pressure to like do that as well because that's that can be a thing as well. Like if you look at some of the tech companies, there's always like these pressure internal pressures. Google was one of those examples with um their contract with the US government. Like and they like the employees at Google were upset because it was kind of like helping the military. Um, and you know, people were like, Oh, I'm anti war. But at the same time, like that's preventative, like type of, in my opinion, like it's preventing war by helping the U.S. military, you know, do what they need to do. But um, the, you know, Google employees didn't like that. So they like, you know, um, went on almost to like a strike. So like you see this at sometimes at tech companies internally. So there could have been that there too, but there's like nobody can tell for sure. Yeah, no, that, def- that definitely makes sense. Uh, while we're on just like uh, that type of like broad uh, like U.S. level or how people interpret stuff, um, I do want to pull up real quick. Dang, I am so blurry. I apologize, people. We are going through a few bumps today trying to dual broadcast this on YouTube and Twitter spaces. We will get it fixed by next week. Um, so thank you for for bearing with me on it. Um, did you see that a U.S. congressman yesterday, uh, he was responding to crypto people making money, but the way he's, I'm actually just going to play it. Twitter spaces, you should be able to hear this too. This is hilarious, man. Like I, I got to just play this in case you guys haven't seen this. Cause this is the fact that he just said the, said it like this is just nuts. All right. Let me know if you can hear this, Kyle. Can you hear I that? Cannot. You cannot. Okay. Let me, I can, I can I just can hear, hear myself. <laughs> All right. I'll, uh, I'll pull it up. Uh, through where you can hear it. So essentially, he's saying that crypto bros, he literally said it like that, make money out of thin air, which is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But here, here you should be able to hear it now. Crypto bros make money literally by making money, and they've made over a trillion dollars out of thin air. Um, they'll accuse the U.S. government of making money out of thin air. Maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government. Crypto- so... <laughs> if, if Twitter Spaces, if you weren't able to hear that, the Congressman uh, Sherman uh, said that crypto bros print money out of thin air. And in response to the U.S. government does it, he says, maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Kyle? Yeah, this yeah, is just one of those point. examples of people that are like, you know, really out of touch with technology and how it works you know if he's if if he's that fearful of like crypto bros 
like literally if you look at the space a lot of it's innovation obviously like the sec hasn't done their job like the regulators haven't done their actual jobs um in terms of regulating this space so of course like there's going to be people that are like fly by night and that's on them like that that's on them because they haven't done literally anything except for committees hearings and finally they're starting to get somewhere with that but um you know we wouldn't see a lot of this, the grifters if they had just regulated the space. And um, so first off, so like his argument is just null right there. But like the fact that he thinks people are just printing money, like, sure, if you're that worried about like crypto, like just print more money, I guess. Like if you're worried about like all this dollars going into crypto, why don't you just print more Like, You know what I mean? I don't know. The argument is just so silly. And you know, obviously the United States, like, obviously is the world um reserve currency so yeah they can do whatever they want so i i mean that's another thing too so it's a whole different discussion they can do whatever they want just the fact that it's like yeah but that in particularly affects everybody like yeah we can print money but you know you're the one nobody else can and everybody else is gonna have to pay a consequence for this i don't know that that little clip personally didn't resonate well with me and it, it seemed very out of touch and even just saying like uh crypto can print money is just there's a buyer and seller that we can't we're not making money out of thin air we are <laughs> we are either losing money due to somebody being a better trader or whatever or being a better trade-off uh, or we are making money like i don't know it's, it's, an, it's an exchange it's not a printing so i thought that was kind of crazy uh, I saw you made a video. I, I do want to talk about that. Uh, I don't really know a lot about this other than your your post and your video. Uh, Amazon came out with Amazon Anywhere uh, recently. Do you want, you want to explain that a little bit? Yeah, so Amazon Anywhere is just, uh, it's going to be a service that's going to provide, like obviously they, part, they just partnered up with Niantic, which is like they just dropped their, um, what, what's the game called? Like Pigmon or Pigmon? Pigmon? I don't know. Or what? Here, I downloaded it on my phone. Paradot, they just uh, Niantic launched a augmented reality game, um, and they partnered up with Amazon to drop like merch. So, like with the Amazon Anywhere, you'll be able to like buy merch inside the experience, inside the augmented reality. And this is just like a starter where things are going because, like in the future, like all these apps that build like either AR or maybe in the distant future VR, and obviously we'll probably see that too is like you'll just be able to connect your Amazon account and buy things like right within the experience, making it uh, more immersive and feel more like real life. That's really cool. I'm really excited to see like all of Amazon's steps in this space, not just with that, but we've talked about like the fidgetals, which I, I used to not like that word, but there's not a better word for it. Something that you can get like a digital of and then get a physical ship to you uh, to kind of see like what they're going to do with that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's... Um, uh, what are those things that just hasn't been improved since it came out digital because like digital in the like they that was already a thing before nfts it just didn't have an nft associated with it i do like digitals because um in the future like for example a fashion item somebody could buy it on amazon it's getting louder yeah you, you just <laughs> turned it down it like I, I you fixed it and then it like turned back up but i think we're good now yeah it's better yeah. now a little bit um what was i saying oh yeah because yeah if you're gonna buy like a piece of clothing and you just so happen to get the digital for free i think that's a good move because your avatar 
like if you use a ready player me type platform where it allows the the digital nft and you can you know customize your own avatar so not only your digital self will have the the jacket but you will have the irl jacket so i think like when you think of it like that and you're talking about full immersion in the metaverse uh in the future obviously we're a ways a long ways out from that uh, but like i think that's a good move like it's a precursor to actual you know immersiveness and digital experiences so in that sense i do like it did i fix it can you check, 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 check. i can still hear myself <laughs> do you well, have you like have twitter turned on like do you, can you turn the volume down on your phone i think that it's feeding the audio through your roadcaster to yeah i mean i could turn it i could turn it down is that better i just turned check, it down check, check. i turned it down like half a little down. bit better okay yeah it's a little yeah. bit better for sure oh, actually i can hear what about that? Woo! Yeah, I is can't hear better? anymore. Yeah, I can't hear. Oh, for real? Is that easy? Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, that easy. Yeah, guys, this is our first time dual broadcasting this from YouTube to Twitter Spaces, so there's going to be some kinks in this, but we appreciate, like, <laughs> obviously your patience. Oh, it's been crazy. So last week on your channel and on our podcast, we talked about Cryptoys. They had the announcement of Star Wars, Darth Vader coming, and a lot of others, uh, even some first appearances. Um it was recently I saw on Twitter, which this is something we already knew because we talked about it, but it's still really cool. Uh, just kind of a, the gamification aspect, how these are actually made for gamification. Uh, there was a, a live stream with comics and crypto and I guess some of the founders just kind of like moving around uh, the like the the area like with one of the crypt toys. I imagine that you'll be able to do this for the Star Wars collectibles as well. Uh, have you seen that? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and pull it up for stream to stream to see. But. What do you think about that? About cryptoids? About specifically the gamification aspect, like uh, the fact that it's ready. It's funny. I feel like we're gonna. This is like a reaction to a reaction video, um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and pull it up for people to see. Now we can do three sixty. We can be just the fact that these are like already like metaverse ready. Yeah. So I covered this project like a long time ago. Um, so I think it's really cool. Um, you know, you can rip the. You can rip it comes in like a toy package and you can rip the package open and you can play with your nft so this is like just showcasing what's possible now this is really all you can do like that's kind of the limit that's like this is literally all you can like you can just put it in that little demo type of atmosphere but like in the future they're talking about like you can basically have these play sets that you can put your collectible in play with it like go in and out of the play set um, so they're like super toyetic. Like it's like actual, it feels like you're capturing that like kid aspect of, of collecting in terms of toys. And it just feels more like a toy experience, which is kind of cool. Cause like, I could see this being, um, more mainstream, um, friendly than, uh, than other platforms out there. So to me, like I could see my daughter really getting excited about this type of stuff versus like other platforms where it doesn't really feel like a, a toy. It's more just like, you know, a PFP or a static. Yeah, man, for sure. I, I was, I used to collect Hot Wheels and I would keep some of them in the plastic uh, like this, like we see on screen right now. And then some of them I'll take out. So to me, this adds to like a real collector's experience uh, because like, do I want to keep it sealed and maybe like have that 
pristine a condition and value or do I want to take it out and play with it? I think that's such a cool thing to do in the digital space as well. Also, huge shout out to All Chat Gaming for the super chat. Said the boys with a fire emoji and my favorite emoji of them all, a coffee emoji. Uh, appreciate you, man. All Chat Gaming super active in the community, super active on Twitter and on YouTube. So thank you so much for donating to the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And welcome everybody on Twitter. We're, we're actually streaming, dual streaming. We're on YouTube and streaming to Twitter. So um, I saw Trevor in the audience on Twitter. Shout out to Trevor. Um, and yeah. Trevor, man. The room. Yeah, definitely resetting the room. How you, Kyle, have you been keeping up with any of McFarlane Digitals, man? Do you have any alpha on that? Uh, Tre- Trevor just left. Um, <laughs> Dang, he's like, oh, he said too much. Yeah, they noticed me. Um, th- yeah, I mean, I've been keeping up with them. Like, I, I tweeted, I think it was yesterday um, or the day before, that they're launching a contest uh, for collectors. So if you're, if you collect physical or even the digital, you can basically um showcase your collection and send it into their discord and you have a chance to win a signed autographed um physical collectible from todd mcfarland himself so oh, that's cool really stuff cool. and um maybe they'll be you know hi- since they're hyping this stuff up maybe we'll see something launching soon um so i don't i don't know on that end but um i don't know cool to see something especially from todd mcfarland himself kind of exciting heck yeah man Looking forward to that. I, I haven't really kept up lately, but I still have uh, like Spawn that I, I got or I bought from the original one of the original drops. I, I need to check back in on it though. Life Yo, what's up, all chat? I just saw that. Hey yo. So yeah, man. Uh, where's the? I lost the little document. It's been freaking crazy today with all the tech issues, but uh, we're we're still we're still trucking through, man. Um, I did have on here. Oh, uh, this is just like a side note. Uh, Pudgy Penguins raised nine million dollars in funding, man, which is pretty crazy for a bear market and NFT project. Uh, if you're not familiar with Pudgy Penguins, I do not own one. I wish I did. That's one of the few NFT projects that I'm priced out. I might get a little pudgy one day, but I don't want to spend like five ETH on a Pudgy Penguin. Um, but Pudgy Penguins. They like borderline rugged like a year ago, and then they got a new founder that like saved the project. I think it, um, it's Cole. I want to say his name, Luca. Luca. I think Cole might have been the one that rugged or like part of it. And uh, since then, Luca's like really done a good job at like reviving the project. And yeah, so they raised nine million dollars, and that got covered by a lot of outlets, uh, including which one is this? I don't know if it made it to Yahoo, but. I mean that's pretty that's pretty substantial, man. Like nine million dollars uh in this type of market for an NFT project. Like what do you think? Yeah, yeah. And we're still seeing money being raised across the table. Like the VCs themselves haven't slowed down. And you you kind of see that with like other projects out there that are raising like big amounts of money and still doing like seed rounds and all that stuff. Um and rounds of funding. So this isn't too surprising. And Pudgy Penguins, they've been around for a while now, so it's it's become like a um, one of the more like blue chip type projects out there. So when I'm looking at this, each of these pudgies has like a name of a company. Like this one says KuCoin, and then this one says CoinGecko. Do you think they like during the seed round, like they actually like gave each of these like investors like a specific penguin? Is that, is that how you think it worked? They could have. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really know the history of it, but um, it just seems that there's development teams in. Um, you know pudgy themselves like i saw like they created that bridge 
where you can bridge your NFTs to other blockchains. So um, in terms of like the project itself, that seems like they're pretty savvy on the dev side. Yeah, I know they were doing cross-chain as well, specifically Little Pudgies. I got to get me a Little Pudgy one day, but I don't want to buy like around the hype like right now because, you know, 9 million, that's kind of being talked about right now. But uh, overall, it seems like a really cool project, good PFPs, but I, I don't know. I, had, I have a friend who did really good during the meme coin uh, last few weeks, and he decided to put profits into a Pudgy Penguin. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that's like down in the market. Um, if you look closely, that like, there's there's still a lot of like plays. If you have liquidity still, um, the, you know there's a lot of projects that are down. Even like I think Basie's kind of been down a little bit lately too. Yeah, it's so. like 40 ETH right now, which is very low. But I mean, gas fees are so for like purchases like board apes, like people don't care about gas fees. But like purchases that are like cheaper right now, gas fees are insane, man. Like you, know, if you're paying a hundred dollars in gas for a hundred dollar NFT, you're like you're paying double the amount of you know like of what the NFT is worth. So it's just almost not even worth it. I think that's one of the reasons why we see Ethereum NFT market being so slow right now. Granted, with that being said, I, I did notice this yesterday that yes, yesterday, honestly, because of Elon's tweet. Uh, it was the highest volume day we've had in the NFT market since uh, the beginning of April. So, like, so far, May has been, like, really slow, and the end of April has been really slow. But I think with Elon's tweet, it really sent us. I mean, we had 14, we had almost 15,000 Ethereum volume on Blur alone, and then 1,000 volume on – no, 5,000 volume on OpenSea. So, yesterday was a pretty good uh, day in the NFT market. Yeah, yeah, he definitely sent it for sure. Uh, another big topic that happened this week, uh, a lot of there's been a lot of rug pulls. We kind of talked about that earlier with that guy that promoted HODL. <laughs> I think it was HODL. Uh, basically undisclosed 2% in order to tweet about it and then dumped it. Um, there's been a lot of that. And there's been a lot of, obviously, like scams. There's always kind of scams. But uh, specifically, some of the scammers came out on Spaces, Twitter Spaces this week. I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I guess kind of got, conf- not confronted, but they basically just trolled. I learned a lot. So the reason I put this in here to discuss is just because I, I learned a lot about like the the industry, and I, I figured it would be it'd be interesting to. Oh gosh, I, I'm, we have some breaking news, but I'll get into that in just a second. Um, I, I figured it'd be interesting just to tell you guys like how this works. So essentially, these these people that are scamming like millions of dollars, a lot of them are under eighteen years old, and in the United States, that's really a slap on the wrist. Like you don't really see jail time under 18 i don't encourage this behavior by any means i'm just saying why they don't care and why they get away with it i think even canada has pretty loose laws too so what they'll do is they'll take somebody older like kyle and myself you know we're like we're, we're much older you know um like 10 years older than these kids at least a decade older than these kids and they have like these rings and they essentially have like they'll be like the what do you call it like counselor to these younger kids and they'll let them do all the dirty work and that way if things go south that it gets pinned on them so they have like this very protective circle around them to where it doesn't really matter if they get caught it's it's the worst thing ever because in, in crypto nfts they can literally get away with millions of dollars being stolen and not return the funds and then get a slap on the wrist what do you think about yeah. that kyle or what which project specifically the hodl thing no I know you're distracted. It's okay. Uh, we'll go to the blockchain comic said the chief. I guess this would be breaking. Let's see. Coinbase is true. Oh, yeah, yeah, here. I mean, yeah, this is a good excuse to be able to play the breaking news. Don't know if you guys can hear that. 
Uh, the chief legal officer of Coinbase just tweeted about Pepe and apologized. So let's go. Let's go ahead and pull this tweet up and see what he said. What's this guy's name? Or did Coinbase retweet it? Yeah, Coinbase definitely did not retweet it. What's his name, blockchain? Also, I'm getting a little feedback again. Oh, or, no. Or wait. No, we're good. We're good. Sweet. It was like for like a split second. Yeah, I'm just waiting for his name so we can pull up the tweet. Um, in the meantime, let me go back to the doc. One of the things that we didn't talk about yet, uh, I did make a video on this yesterday. Uh, did you see that someone burnt a Secret Rares Miles Morales collectible, um, which was which is at a floor price of twelve thousand dollars for the Soulstone? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. They, yeah. Why do you think they did that? Man, I, I have no idea. I saw a lot of everybody speculating. You know, was it on purpose? Was it not? Nobody knows. I mean, until you go out and like ask the guy or girl or whoever. You know, like what what happened? Um, maybe it was an accident. Maybe not. Who knows? Like, maybe they had fu money and just burned it. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, um, I don't know. It's like why why burn a secret rare miles? Like, you know, it's a you know, it's like a grail essentially. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was an accident though. We've seen that it, a couple times. Expensive accident, man. Yeah, I mean, I, we've seen guys or people floor their nfts by accident because it's like they accidentally put a decimal in there and like yeah i've seen that a couple times so there's just no no telling for sure so coinbase after nearly being canceled because you know twitter um the chief legal officer comes and says we screwed up and we are sorry yesterday we shared an overview of the pepe meme coin to provide a fact-based picture of a trending topic this did not provide the whole picture of history of the meme, and we apologize to the community. So they sent out a formal apology. Um, I accept it. I don't. I'm not big on cancel culture unless you absolutely deserve to be canceled, which some people do, uh, and I guess that's very, very uh, subjective as well. But yeah, I don't know what you think, Kyle. Um. Yeah, I mean, this, again, it's uh, like my comments earlier about Bittrex kind of like doing the similar thing to the OG Pepe coin from 2016 that's still around today. Um, yeah, so not too surprising here. Maybe like they it's just, just... It's just another exchange doing the same thing, trying to like jack around with uh, the crypto market um, and like the culture of like decentralization in general, because like that's what Pepe kind of represents now especially in crypto is like the the de, like the degen aspect but like also the the principles of web3 and not like you know and and so to me this isn't like a surprising thing like it happened back in i think like 2017 with bitrex like i was saying it ha it's happening again now so um to me like not a surprise but again now they like apologized to try to like save face um i mean better apology than nothing at all so i mean at least they said sorry <laughs> yeah at least they said sorry maybe they fudded it on purpose so they could buy more and and then they came back and apologized so the price would pump again also shout out to blockchain comics for even pointing out this tweet so already got what time is it 
it's only been out for like less than 15 minutes or so and it has a hundred thousand views yeah yeah people are Pol- all over Polly Polly retweeted it and people are like spamming like on his thing so uh, yeah that's a whole nother subject Polly yeah, well, like, do yeah. you, what do you what do you think about Polly like isn't he like not larva labs like isn't he like a pro like not this project but starts one anyways kind of guy I'm not I'm not a Polly fan like I they're one of those isn't like he, isn't he like he's, a, a, he's, an, he's an anti-influencer that's an influencer to like a whole other group of people who do worse things than the influencers that they hate do yeah he's like a he like four chans of four channers and he's like or something like that like it's like a inverse reverse like type of character yeah like, like he not, absolutely not larva labs and then now he does not, it's like not real pepe as well now so i don't know it to me it yeah. just seems a, a little off screw those influencers who profit off their followings and I want to create a following by not liking by talking bad about those influencers just so I can then sell to this new following and influence them. Right, exactly. It's just like people fall for that though. Like they're like they eat that up because they don't really realize they're being grifted. Yep, because you feel like you're part of a movement. You're like you're being cool, you're being countercultural or counter whatever. And and yeah, it's really not. It's just a yeah. fraud. It's, it's just worse. Like a scheme. It's worse. It's I mean, that's how, like, um, going back to the whole Ryder Rip situation, like, I don't, I still don't really know my full opinion on, like, everything, but, like, Ryder was trying to call out, like, Board Ape Yacht Club for being, like, having Nazi eyes, and yet, if you go dig up anything about Ryder, like, he has very racist stuff on the internet, like, that he's done, and it's like, bro, like, you want us to, like, buy your stuff, which was what he did, he profited off of this, uh, support you, who has who allegedly has a history of racism while you're trying to call out, you know, like something for the same thing. Like, come on. I said my credit card was compromised twice. Uh, someone trying to purchase staff from merchant named Viver and Vivor. I never have this problem until VV having web apps to purchase gym using credit cards. Hmm, that's, that's interesting. So essentially, they think that the credit card could have been compromised. Essentially, they could think that the credit card could have been compromised by using the VV web app. Interesting. Well, I don't know. Like uh, the merchant name was Viver or v- Vivor. I don't know, man. That's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that could if. If it did come from like something to do with VVs, and that is actually going to turn into something much bigger, probably very soon. But I guess we'll we'll wait and see till the details roll out on if there's been an exploit or not. I used to be yeah, terrified. Was that recent of, or? I, I don't know how many people here were here of like early VV days, but they didn't even have two factor authorization at first. So like I used to be so scared uh, for my account because like, there's only so much you could do. You can't self custody your assets and then you didn't have two factor authorization. So you're sitting here with however much money you had in your assets, just like waiting for somebody to brute force your password. Like it, it made me so nervous back in the day. Yeah. Like where people were getting exploited and their collectibles were like disappearing from their, it was basically like similar to like MetaMask, except it's more, it was much more simple. It was a simple phishing deal. Um, some of that could have been because the Facebook got like before, before like around that time or around that time, 
Facebook got exploited big time. Like the somebody exploited like all like it was like millions of Facebook users' accounts. And so yeah. you know, your email can be like fished pretty easily or like spoofed. Like there's email spoofing, IP spoofing, and like all this other stuff. So um maybe it could have been something like that where they can easily grab your IP email and spoof it and then log into your account. But um that was like one of those things you know so i it's hard to tell because like we're not like internally working for vd but they they obviously like remedied that try to fix it and like um corrected their their issues on that so i forgot that's actually exactly what happened so facebook got exploited and passwords were leaked and then people kept the same passwords in their in their emails and everything and so people were able to just like buy these passwords and user and emails off the black market and then they were able to use them for vv to sign in so around the time of the vv exploits i think the team was encouraging people to like make sure that all their passwords were were new and changed i, I completely forgot about that yeah yeah it was pretty insane it was like one of the largest hacks like of all time basically uh Maybe not of all time, but it was pretty, it was a big one. It was like major. And like, it like just quietly got like swept under the rug pretty quickly too. So yeah, the the hack itself was massive, but a lot of these like scams are like pretty simple. Like I know you're, you're more involved with tech than I am, but it's, it's literally as easy as like going online and buying some information or like getting people to making a, a copy and paste website to where like people think that it's the actual website. They put in their username and password and then it sends directly to them. Like a lot of like the, the Facebook hacks or scams or Instagram and all of that, like super simple, like a lot of people can pull off. Um, and uh, people are so scared because like they think these these people are like really good hackers, but they're a lot of these people aren't. Like a lot of these people just like know like very simple tactics to scam people. Yeah, yeah. Like I used to build websites, um, I, and I still know how to build. I like I've built my own website, but uh, yeah, like all you have to do is just have a form, like, or it doesn't have to be on a website. Like it can just be something simple that grabs your IP address and like reveals like literally like your your information so like yeah if somebody collects your email knows your email your ip and you know, like all of that um it becomes quite simple to just like you know get a hold of your information and like and yeah get hacked that way but like luckily there's like other things out there that protect against that like you know multi-factor and two-factor authentication and like all that stuff so um but yeah cell phones too like you know cell phones can be the numbers can be spoofed um that was like an issue and there's like, uh, you know, was it called sim jacking or whatever? Um, yeah, where, sim swapping. Yeah, sim swaps and like all that. So, um, yeah, it's it's like people just need to stop downloading spam and like stop and make sure you read where your email is coming from because literally, like, if you get caught sleeping on any of this stuff, like it could happen to anybody. And you've seen that with like Yuga Labs people, even like Basie like collectors like they fall for like these phishing attempts all the time and if you're if you own a board ape you're going to be a, immediately a target of this stuff you know yep i li- i listened to the guy who apparently was the one that like hacked the uh, one of the founder board ape founders twitters recently i listened to him speak on spaces and he didn't care he had no remorse i mean granted i don't i don't know how much he got away with on that one but I, he did st- they did still like 13 apes which is nuts Thanks. So yeah, Asreg, he hasn't like wrote to the VV team yet, but yeah, I would definitely like raise a support ticket for sure and bring it up. And that way they'll be able to 
you know, they needed like they'll be able to do their due diligence, you know, and all that good stuff. If it's especially if it's recent, like that way other people can be protected, you know, people can or VB can act accordingly. And that way, like more people don't fall victim to that, you know, shenanigans. So yeah, absolutely. Well, man, as we're approaching the end, do you have any alpha for the listeners? No, other than that, uh, the the Pepe that everybody's buying into is not the real Pepe. That's the that's the alpha. That's funny. And it, it actually makes matter? people mad when I say that. I don't know why. Like people are like, I don't care. I'm like, okay. I was just letting you know, like, hey, I called the, I called Pepe at eight million market cap. So don't be mad at me. I'm just calling it like I see it. Uh, does it matter though? You think people are just going to follow hype, or do you think the do you think, Matt, do you think Matt Fury is going to sue this Ethereum Pepe? No, because um, he's just an artist. Um, I think Matt Fury actually knows the OG Pepe team. Um, I recorded a whole space on them, but um, so I think he's just happy his art is back out there in front. And he actually released his own um, collection. Um, so he did this like collectible launch. So there's like all these different. Uh, forms of art that you can collect and you can burn you can like upgrade your it's like a whole burning mechanism launch that he did just like a couple days ago um and it was relatively inexpensive so you could have bought one and it was like unlimited mint i think but um it was only open for like a day for like series one um and i think he's got like series like 10 series of of collections that you can collect and burn for like and upgrade it um but i in a nutshell i just I just think he is just happy that his name's back out here and like, like the real story came out about him that he's just an artist. And I think he's happy that, um, you know, Pepe is doing well now. And he, I don't think he necessarily like wants to get involved in like OG versus new. I I don't think he's going to do that because he's just an artist. So. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if anything, it just promoted him even more and like, (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was funny that like Reddit was like mad that like too many people were talking about Pepe token. Uh, granted, like I get how it can be annoying. Like anytime you post anything, people like trying to shill. But like this was the Pepe Reddit, so like this encouraged the meme hundred times. You know, like so many it onboarded so many more people to the meme oh, and the culture. We got dogs down in the audience on Twitter, yo. He's a, a real big OG Pepe fan supporter, so shout out to him. He's on the Twitter space right now. He actually hosted uh, the first OG Pepe coin Twitter space in history on Twitter. Uh, really? This Dang. Past week. Yeah, you, I was up you, on stage with him, so shout you out to summon, him. You summoned him, man. You started talking about the OG Pepe. and you just He looks like he's up. got a, a basey. I don't know if that's like confirmed, but um, anyway, shout out to him. He's pretty chill we're, we're running up a youtube stream uh dogs uh, up on uh on youtube so uh we're doing a, du- a dual stream um here on twitter as well dual stream working out the kinks this time uh we will come next week just like fully prepared isn't that right kyle <coughs> yeah his his, uh, his his sandals meme basie is what and uh his bio says only invest in audited meme projects microcap gems Hey, audited and mean projects. I like it, man. Is there any tokens yeah. you're watching besides Pepe or the original Pepe? Well, I, obviously, like I watched the original Pepe, um, and now I'm watching the OG Pepe just to just to track it. Like it's around six cents. Um, their token supply literally spells out Leet sixty nine four twenty, which is pretty funny. <laughs> that is um, so that's their token supply. Um, it's much lower than the new Pepe um and and in my opinion like if this thing catches um 
and, and it could because what's going to happen is you know the more and more this stuff starts to get out the more and more people will maybe even get bored of the original ticker and they'll see this as an opportunity and where like there's opportunity lies greed and then all of a sudden people get greedy and they'll start shilling their own bags and that that this could be something that could happen so that's why i'm looking at it closely as like a viable like this and they're not just like doing a meme ticker they're actually building an ecosystem the og people are and sure. they're they're launching like a gpu mining system for their pepe ai um so it's not like a they're, they're not like rookie developers like this new one um which they're building nothing it's just a meme coin um so yeah that's something i'm looking into for sure uh, now i don't i'm not this is not financial advice this is just something I'm looking at. This could take a long time for them to like catch fire or nothing could happen, but it's something I'm looking at. What's like the actual like token itself called? Uh, it's called Pepe coin. That's the Pepe ticker coin. symbol. That's the ticker. Okay. Yeah. What, what chain is it on? Um, they launched their contract before the new Pepe as well. So they predate even the, the new Pepe. So um, they're on ERC 20. Um, okay. They are on ERC 20. Yeah, they that they're they're now they're old, so they still have um, a coin on an old block. They have like their own blockchain um, that they built, um, and they were like on an OG blockchain like layer two. So they they like I'm telling you guys, these are these were like legit. They had they had this whole like layer one, layer two uh, system set up before Ethereum had like their first contract, smart contract. So they so their old token is called Meme or Memetic. And um, it's kind of like locked up. So they've locked up 40% for those OGs um, and they're building a bridge so you can bridge over to the new Pepe coin. So the token supply is actually pretty low in comparison to um, what's actually circulating right now. I have it pulled up. Let's look at, is this it? Uh, Pepe, yeah, it's, it. at, it's like almost seven cents. Yeah. And if you pull it up on coin market cap, you can even see that the, it, it shows memetic slash Pepe coin. So if you pull this up on uh, if you go to coin market cap and look it up as well, it has a little bit more like this predates like you can go back and this went up to two dollars at one point, like way back in like 2016, 2017. Um, so, yeah, like uh, coin It'll show like a little bit of like you can it'll literally show memetic slash Pepe coin. This one. Yeah, yeah, I think I see it. Oh, OG Vault says in the chat, I'm too scared to buy meme coins. Kyle right now is talking about uh, apparently this Pepe coin predates the Pepe that everyone's hyped about. So that's yeah, pretty this interesting. Is major. Now, the, the market cap's off, so there's some data, but you can literally see right there memetic slash Pepe coin, which is funny because Polly was tweeting um, about his pepe and was like oh it's memetic like this is a memetic like nanotechnology i'm like literally this is the they named it memetic like so this is like OG triple og um vitalik buterin even tweeted about this uh coin in 2017 as a kind of a teasing joke um like should we do a pepe coin alliance so it's like the ogs of the most og know about this this uh coin here from like the olden days um so yeah they had an NFT marketplace called Kekdak, um, where you could swap meme um, trading cards, Pepe trading cards, they're like rare Pepe type stuff. Um, so they, this, I'm telling you, this was an entire ecosystem. This wasn't some like scam. Like this was like they had an actual ecosystem built in, like an actual NFT swap, a layer two, um, and then they had like their layer one and their bridge and like their. I don't know. It's just like this new token just 
in my opinion, doesn't hold a candle to the history of this one in terms of like history. So this was the first Pepe coin ever. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna have to do my that's alpha. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do my due diligence on that. Oh, it's major. It predates BRC twenty, Pepe, ERC twenty, like new Pepe. Are you this currently like the, holding any? Yeah, yeah. I bought some. Um I bought some around like seventeen cents and it kinda like I got Woo! wrecked on it a little bit. Bro, you bought top you bought up here? Seventeen uh it's better on coin on dex tools because it went Bro, every to, time i go every time i go somewhere you're like go go, <laughs> go somewhere else well it went to like 40 cents so i'm not yeah. like necessarily oh, like right. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and then well, i bought again around like i bought another small bag um around like 12 or 13 so i did buy a little toppy but um this is one i'm i'm like looking at like as like the market cap's only like nine mil and again if this like catches like people start like realizing the history um it could it could be like people get greedy right like they invest early into stuff then they start shilling their bags on uh on like tw twitter so it's more like a, a like a greed situation that i could see like people start like infighting you know and all that like i don't know it just it just seems like it's how it works on crypto twitter and and you know influencer land but I mean, hey, I'm gonna watch it. That, that's like I said, it's pretty good alpha. So I didn't know this. I don't know if you did. I would consider this breaking. Let's. I don't. I don't remember where my breaking went. I, I got. I got to use the uh, the soundboard just because it makes sense, you know. So, anyways, we got breaking right here. You hear it? So we have, you know, Sean, a broadsider, uh, said that. Hope you are taking advantage of the mean coin dip right now. The government sold a billion in Bitcoin yesterday, uh, so now is a great time. I'm in Pepe, Wojak, Richard, Tom. I didn't know that, dude. That's a lot. Why, why did the government sell a billion yesterday? They're trying to tank the market, I guess, manipulate things like they normally do. That's right after saying crypto bros are printing money, but we're the only ones to uh, be able to print money because hashtag America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was a reference if you're just now joining in from a, something we, a video we showed earlier where a congressman, I actually forgot his name, Sherman, I think Sherman, uh, yeah. yeah, was addressing the uh, maybe we do, and uh, he said he was talking about how like the crypto bros are apparently printing money, which is just not accurate at all. Uh, but he later said like, and now they're accusing us of printing money, and he said, well, maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government. So, regardless of whether you agree or disagree with whether they should or should not, it's just a very funny thing to say. Like, yeah, we print we print trillions of dollars, but. Who cares? We can get away with it. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what he said uh, on video broadcasted. So that's hilarious. And then they sold a billion worth of Bitcoin, I guess, right after that. So maybe they tried to foot it. Yeah. Yeah. I Like, listen, like there's there's going to be a reserve currency, like no matter what, like if the U.S. wasn't doing it, you know, obviously China's trying to do it. So like somebody's going to be doing something like um but like, yeah, his like statement was a little obviously audacious because it's like, okay, you have to have some responsibility here. Like, you can't just like say that, you know. I mean, he can, but I don't. It just is optically, it just looks a little ridiculous and a little. It just looks a little, um, yeah, it's just audacious. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I completely agree. And we have uh, we have blockchain comics said they have two thousand two hundred thousand Bitcoin left to sell. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a vast amount. 
But that's why Bitcoin was created, man. Um, if you look at Satoshi's white paper and you look at Satoshi and like uh, obviously the, the original movement of Bitcoin, like this is like the reason why, like, you know, the printing, the unlimited prints. Um, and there's got to be some way to hedge against that. Right. And so like Bitcoin, gold, like some of these assets um, or, you know, as they, I guess, commodities as they're trying to deem it, um, you know, it's just to fight against all that, like hyperinflation, inflation, unlimited printing. Um, so, yeah. The real alpha. It, well, honestly, dude, it wasn't until like, uh, this is like almost embarrassing to admit, it wasn't until last year that like I, I like, and I'm still learning, but like I fully understood that like Bitcoin is more than like an investment. It, it's like, it's not the fact that, Bitcoin's going to be, I'm trying to say this correctly. It's not the fact that like I'm waiting for Bitcoin to be worth a hundred thousand dollars. I'm waiting for a hundred thousand dollars to be worth one Bitcoin, if that makes sense. So essentially the Bitcoin value the value of one Bitcoin isn't doesn't even necessarily have to go up because people are buying it, but the dollar is just <laughs> rapidly going down. Uh, and we're at fear, and this is where it gets a little bit more complex. I actually talked with a financial advisor about this. Um there's there's a sphere it's called velocity and the velocity is basically the u.s dollars dependence on all the other users of the u.s dollar to use it once if there's ever other options and then like obviously like trade and a lot more stuff comes comes into play it could like hyperinflate the dollar this is happening already but not with the u.s dollar but with other currencies if the dollar gets hyperinflated it's already you know we experience inflation or whatever but like if it's hyperinflated you're looking at like a five dollar cup of coffee being worth fifteen dollars or twenty five dollars you know like it would like rapidly decrease the value of a dollar so like placing your money in bitcoin is like obviously this is not financial advice uh it's this is like beyond financial right now it's like there is that like almost like little doomsday preparation if you will you know if like the u.s dollar just continues to be inflated and be printed and people go on on videos saying yeah we do it but we can you know like um i don't i i'm not able to pull this up right now um so if i misquote i'm sorry but i was talking uh this actually the same guy i think i was talking with uh was saying that 50 percent of the the entire uh u.s I, all the dollars that we have right now was printed after 2008 Dude, that's ins if that's true, feel free to fact check me because I honestly don't remember. If that's true, like that's insane to think about. Like that they they pr they printed out fifty percent of our total currency since two thousand eight. Like that that's a scary thought. I lost my audio. No. Oh no no no! I no I muted. Um, I I requested on Twitter so they get to add me back up. I I think I got shot down. Um. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it is scary. Like they've did these like massive prints. Like obviously we saw it in the last like two or three presidents of like them just mass printing dollars. So of course, like there's going to be consequences. It's like you go to a party and like you have massive amounts of like stimulants and like boot, like all this stuff. The next day, of course, you're going to have a hangover. So that's like the equivalent to what the U.S. government has done is they've, you know, had all this fun and now the music has stopped. And now people are like, OK, the party's over. Time to go home. And realizing they printed insanely way too much. Um, and now they're still having issues with it. They're having trouble with it. 
Um, they're going to have to find a better way to back the dollar. Right now, the dollar is like was considered a petrodollar, but the United States is going to move away from that, especially less reliance on oil in general across the world. Like you have electric cars now. So that's going to shift too. And uh, I think it's going to go more of a silicon based um, pet like dollar in the future. That's my opinion. I think the the silicon and um semi semiconductors that i think that's the new oil and you're talking about the the brain of what's going to power ai in the future so like to me i think things are just changing from the old world paradigm and we're moving into a new paradigm and we're we're kind of seeing that play out right now that's good man i, th- I think that's a that's a good note to end on we're we're just above the hour and um yeah that was a that was a deep ending to uh the dj and dad's podcast yeah, I appreciate it. And then uh, I just um, thanks for everybody tuning on on Twitter. I know we had like a little bumpy technical here and there, but appreciate everybody for tuning in, watching the replay and listening in. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, we appreciate you. And we'll uh, we'll get this smoothed out. So seriously, thank you, everybody who's watching on YouTube or on the Twitter spaces. Uh, we had some kinks in tech, but this will just get better and better because we're not going anywhere. Uh, Kyle and I been here for a while call even longer than me way longer and uh we we've, we're still building still upgrading i i don't know if you saw and this is where the casual point of the podcast goes but like i just got some new equipment i'm really excited about to be able to do this to be able to run better twitter spaces increase the quality of this podcast i know right speaking right now i know i look like a crypto punk I'm gonna figure that out I upgraded my internet I deleted a bunch of space I, i've done all kinds of stuff still experiencing for some reason uh, bad connection quality so I'm, I'm trying to get that figured out but all that being said outro music i hope it's playing if not i know that looks pretty dumb so thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time peace out peace